Dear listeners, are you tired of the endless cycle of fad diets and extreme measures? It's time to wake up to a better weight loss solution with Robody. As someone who's been through the ups and downs of weight loss, I know firsthand the challenge of trying to find what will stick. That's why if I qualified for Robody today, I'd jump at the chance for a scientifically backed program that supports long-term success. With Robody, you'll gain access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market, paired with personalized lifestyle changes. Over 200,000 people have already chosen Row to help them lose weight. Say goodbye to the roller coaster of weight loss dreams and hello to sustainable, real results with Robody. Go to row.co slash snoozecast. Sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash snoozecast. Newscast listeners are tucking in as well, including in Spain, South Korea, and Saudi Arabia. May you all have pleasant dreams. This episode is brought to you by our Patreon supporters and by Showy Foliage. Tonight, by listener request, we'll read the opening to River Bee by John Burroughs. The section is titled Among the Wild Flowers. John Burroughs was an American nature essayist, active in the U.S. conservation movement. Burroughs accompanied many personalities of the time in his later years, including Theodore Roosevelt, Thomas Edison, and Henry Ford, who gave him an automobile. According to Ford, John Burroughs, Edison, and I made several vagabond trips together. We went in motor caravans and slept under canvas. Let's get cozy. Close your eyes. Relax your body into the softness of your bed. wildflowers. One. Nearly every season, I make the acquaintance of one or more new flowers. It takes years to exhaust 
the botanical treasures of any one considerable neighborhood, unless one makes a dead set at it, like an herbalist. One likes to have his floral acquaintances come to him easily and naturally, like his other friends. Some pleasant occasion should bring you together. You meet in a walk, or touch elbows on a picnic under a tree, or get acquainted on a fishing or camping out expedition. What comes to you in the way of birds or flowers, while wooing only the large spirit of open-air nature, seems like special good fortune. At any rate, one does not want to bolt his botany, but rather to prolong the course. One likes to have something in reserve, something to be on the lookout for on his walks. I have never yet found the orchid called Calypso, a large, variegated purple and yellow flower, Gray says, which grows in cold, wet woods and bogs. Very beautiful and very rare. Calypso, you know, was the nymph who fell in love with Ulysses and detained him seven years upon her island and died of a broken heart after he left her. I have a keen desire to see her in her floral guise, reigning over some silent bog or rising above the moss of some dark glen in the woods, and would gladly be the Ulysses to be detained at least a few hours by her. I will describe her by the aid of Gray, so that if any of my readers come across her, they may know what a rarity they have found. She may be looked for in cold, mossy, boggy places in our northern woods. You will see a low flower, somewhat like a lady's slipper, that is, with an inflated sack-shaped lip. The petals and sepals much alike, rising and spreading. The color mingled purple and yellow. The stem, or scape, from three to five inches high, with but one leaf, that one thin and slightly heart-shaped, with a stem which starts from a solid bulb. That is the nymph of our boggy solitudes, waiting to break her heart for any adventurous hero who may penetrate her domain. Several of our harmless little wildflowers have been absurdly named out of the old mythologies. Thus, Indian cucumber root, one of Thoreau's favorite flowers, is named after the sorceress Medea and is called Mediola because it was at one time thought to possess rare medicinal...